Welcome to the latest episode of our podcast series for financial advisors. Today's episode is an industry update. It's a big picture look at the state of recruiting. I'm Mindy Diamond, and this is Mindy Diamond on Independence. This podcast is available on our website, diamond-consultants.com and on advisorhub.com, as well as Apple Podcasts and other major podcast platforms. If you are not already a subscriber and want to be notified of new show releases, please subscribe right on your favorite podcast platform or on the episode page on our website. And if you find the content in this series to be useful and know others who could benefit from it, please feel free to share it widely. We record this episode in early June, months into the COVID-19 crisis. Yet as the mayhem and volatility of March is replaced by more favorable market conditions and a sense that wearing masks, carrying hand sanitizer, and social distancing are just our new norm, advisors are hungry once again for information. The metaphorical water cooler conversations that advisor colleagues and peers had always had with one another where they discreetly shared intel and rumors about who moved where, who's likely to move, and why, have all but disappeared as working from home replaces the camaraderie of the physical office and conferences and group meetings become virtual or eliminated altogether. So as a result of this sense of disconnect, we are very busy talking with advisors who are hungry for an update to answer their questions as they poke their heads out and allow themselves once again to think more big picture. Here are some of the questions that seem to be most on advisors' minds. One, why have there been so many moves of late? Because many of the moves happening now are a result of pent-up demand, where advisors postponed moves that were originally scheduled for March and April. And judging by our own activity going forward, we predict much more movement to come. Number two, what's driving the movement and momentum? While most advisors report that their firms have done a very good job of supporting them through crisis, still all the things that frustrated them before remain true, and in a lot of cases have become even more apparent as they work from home and are relying less on branch management and their firm's support. These advisors feel limited, a lack of control, a desire for more autonomy, and a sense that their firm is managing to the lowest common denominator. And that makes them feel that decisions are not rooted in clients' best interests, and they themselves are generally emboldened by the strength of their client relationships. Number three, they want to know which firms are the winners in the race for top advisor talent and why. So where advisors are going has actually become quite fractured. There really is no number one winner. And an expanded waterfall of possibilities and a more robust ecosystem supporting the breakaway advisor, that is the advisor that leaves a traditional firm as an employee to be independent, means that advisors are freer to choose their own path based upon their business and personal goals. So today, Morgan Stanley and UBS are as likely to be winners as First Republic and Rockefeller 
as well as full-on independence. What determines where they go is because some advisors prefer the familiarity and comfort of an all under one roof environment where they can monetize the business in the short term to a significant degree. And then others feel the calling of their entrepreneurial DNA. In every case though, the number one motivator for change is the desire for more freedom, flexibility, and control. Number four, how are these recent moves being facilitated at a time when most employees are still working from home? We are actually in the process of writing an article on the very topic, so stay tuned for that. But I will tell you that the majority of the moves you have read about recently have been orchestrated seamlessly and at least almost or entirely 100% virtually. Firms with modern and cutting edge technology have the ability to do everything from hosting a home office visit to ACATing thousands of client accounts virtually. Here's what else we share with the advisors we talk with. It's important to rise above the fray and come back to big picture thinking to work on the business instead of just in it. See, as a fiduciary, you have the responsibility to always be assessing and then reassessing everything you rely upon to serve your clients to ensure that it is best in class and without limitation. That means certainly acknowledging the impact the crisis has had on you personally and professionally, and then objectively and honestly evaluating your relationship to your firm by asking yourself, do I feel that I get enough value from them? Have they been good partners to me throughout the crisis? Are there things that I'd like to be able to do for my clients that I can't where I am? Secondly, sometimes it's hard to know if where you are is the best place to run your business because you're simply too close to it. And because you may be lacking in understanding of how the landscape of the industry has evolved. In fact, just yesterday, I spoke with a team of advisors who had been with their firm for 16 years. And while they had the sense that they were perfectly happy and served well enough, certainly revenue has been growing even amidst the crisis and making good money, they wonder. They see a lot of their respected colleagues moving and they don't really know what they don't know. That's their words. And wondering, so as the landscape has changed, are there options we should be considering that could be better, even though we have the sense we're well served? So you only know what you know. It's smart to get educated about your options periodically, not necessarily because you're going to make a move, but because you want to stay, if that's what you choose to do, from a position of greater strength. Thirdly, we acknowledge that moving is a hassle. And you shouldn't think about doing it unless there is enough pain in the status quo and you've identified another option that you believe will be more than better enough. That's the key. It's not enough in our belief to be just in pain or just frustrated. It's important that you be equally jazzed as you are frustrated, equally impassioned by another opportunity. And that a move needs to be made because you believe it's needle moving enough, not simply just marginally better. The bottom line is, is if you're able to serve your clients without limitation, can grow your business the way you want to, and are paid a fair wage, 
then likely you should stay put and we'd be the first to tell you that. And finally, and perhaps most importantly, we suggest that advisors constantly ask themselves whether they are living their best business life and how they want to live that business life. It actually seems sad to us for an advisor that stays simply because of inertia or because they feel stuck or because they presume that there isn't an opportunity that's better enough. Certainly that may be the case and certainly not everyone should move. But as the waterfall of possibilities has expanded and the ecosystem to support the breakaway advisor has really grown, it's much more likely that if an advisor sort of pokes his nose out and gets educated, he or she is much more likely to find their version of utopia. So I continue to be humbled and gratified by the enormous interest there is in this podcast series. What started out as an experiment to answer the basic questions that advisors had about the independent space a little more than two years ago has turned into a weekly conversation with the industry's top breakaways, thought leaders, and CEOs. But it was also my goal to update you regularly on things from my perspective, what we are hearing and seeing that you may not be aware of, and objectifying some of the things you may be reading about in the news or wondering about hearing from others. So I hope you'll continue to stay tuned. I have some exciting topics and conversations planned. I thank you for listening, and I encourage you to visit our website, diamond-consultants.com, and click on the tools and resources link for valuable content. You'll also find a link to subscribe for regular updates to the series. And if you're not a recipient of our weekly email, Perspectives for Advisors, click on the blog link to browse recent articles. These written pieces are an ideal way to stay informed about what's going on in the wealth management space without expending the energy that full-on exploration may require. Feel free to email or call me if you have specific questions. I can be reached at 908-879-1002 or these days on my cell at 973-476-8578 or always by email, mdiamond at diamond-consultants.com. Please note that all requests are handled with complete discretion and confidentiality. And again, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with a colleague who might benefit from its content. And a special thanks to advisorhub.com for sharing this podcast with your viewers and subscribers. This is Mindy Diamond on Independence. Independence.